0: Hello everyone, Sean McCaffrey here with another weekly wrap-up, and wow, what a week it was in the world of football. Whole lot of controversy on a number of different things, so jumping into it, NCAA football, I could probably sit here for the next couple hours and talk about all the controversy coming out of this, but the college football playoff selection happened this past week, and I cannot remember since they started doing the college football playoff selection in 2014 one that has been talked about this much one filled with so much controversy and so jumping into exactly what happened basically the four teams that got picked for the college football playoff michigan washington texas and alabama so michigan number one washington number two texas three alabama four michigan and washington both had perfect seasons they both went 13 and 0 texas went 12 and 1 alabama went 12 and 1 the two teams that were left out are really the talk of the town, and one team in particular. The first team left out, Florida State, they also had a perfect season. They went 13-0 and were left out of the college football playoff, and Georgia, they were the second team left out. They ended at 12-1, and so there's a whole lot of talk about the fact that Florida State should have been in there, uh, There's a, it's really, I don't even have a side in it, because I think you could really make a good point for either question about who should be in the college football playoff. Should Florida State be in it? Should they not be in it? And you could actually make a pretty compelling argument for should Georgia be in the college football playoff. But to kind of break down why Florida State was left out and kind of both sides of the argument. Number one argument for why Florida State should be in it. They went undefeated. They play in a Power 5 conference. This is the first time a Power 5 conference team that went undefeated is going to be left out of the college football playoff. So really some completely unprecedented territory that they're entering for the college football playoff. And it's obviously kind of a point for Florida State fans and people who think they should deserve to be in. Kind of a point for them to say, why the heck would you leave them out? But on the other side, why they should have been left out? Well, Florida State... They did lose their star quarterback, Jordan Travis. He's a tremendous player, but went down with a leg injury, going to miss the rest of the season. He's going to miss the college football playoff. And in the college football playoff committee rules, the committee is made up of former players, athletic directors, and former coaches. Uh, They are the ones that decide who makes it to the college football playoff. In those selection rules, they do say that they are allowed to take into consideration if there is a star, if there's a impactful player injured that is going to perfect affect the performance of the team in the college football playoff. They are allowed to take that into consideration and leave a team out for that purpose. So Florida State, they did lose their star quarterback and they were without him for the conference championship game, which took place this past weekend against Louisville. Granted Louisville is a ranked team, but this is a game Florida State should have gone out there and dominated. You can make the argument that Florida State would have gone out there and don- dominated if they had Jordan Travis on their team. They won 16 to 6, but again, not quite convincing enough and style points do count in college football. So, that is definitely part of the reason why I think Florida State was left out. Also, Georgia, the number 1 team for most of the season, they were left out as well after they lost to Alabama in the in the uh, SEC championship game so that's the reason Alabama got the spot over Georgia but still kind of crazy because everybody knows how good Georgia's team is so really a lot of devastation for Florida State uh, the team the fans I'm gonna put a video in the description about how about the the scene of uh, Florida State finding out that they weren't in the college football playoff but to me, The biggest video to come out almost as to why Florida State shouldn't have been in the college football playoff is because Michigan also had a video of them finding out that they were going to be playing Alabama and not Florida State. The moment they found that out, you could see how disappointed Michigan players were. They do not want to play Alabama. They wanted to play Florida State. They do not want to play Alabama. So that tells you a lot right there about maybe the committee made the right decision, but also I can completely understand the arguments of Florida State should have been in, so that's the controversy coming from the NCAA football world. It'll be a very, very interesting playoff, and next year actually there's going to be a 12-team football, 12-team college football playoff. So it looks like it honestly just came a year too late. Now jumping into the NFL, a whole lot to talk about there. Jumping into it with the fringe playoff teams because now we're definitely coming down to the wire on. You gotta start winning your games or else you're not gonna get a spot in the playoffs. So the first one, Colts versus Titans. Colts, they went 31 to 28. It was kind of a back and forth, but the Colts, they continue to find a way to win. They're seven and five, and Gardner Minshew, their backup quarterback, has done a tremendous job. Game after that, Falcons and Jets, 13 to 8 was the final score in that one. The Falcons are a painful team to watch, actually, as are the Jets. Uh, But they continue to find ways to win. They're 6-6, they're 500, and they are on top of the NFC South. So honestly, it's actually a chance that they're able to host a playoff game, which is pretty unbelievable because they really do not have a very good team. But the other team competing for the NFC South crown is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They also won on Sunday. They won 21 to 18 against the carolina panthers and so they are right in the race to win that division the rams and the browns rams win that game 36 to 19 the rams kind of all looked lost for them uh but a couple wins in a row now they are right in the middle of that nfc playoff race and the browns now have lost a couple games in a row after losing deshaun watson for the season joe flacco incredibly is their quarterback uh Seemed like his career was over, but they brought him back in, and now he's actually starting for the Browns, and it hasn't worked out in the first game he started. Texans versus Broncos. Two teams that have been talked about a whole bunch. One, because the Texans obviously have the star quarterback, CJ Stroud. The Broncos, surprise five-game winning streak, and the Texans got the better of the Broncos in this one. 22-17, an impressive win for the Texans to be able to get that W against an experienced Broncos team and one that was riding a five-game winning streak, of course. But now into the biggest matchups from the top teams. The Lions, they played the Saints. They won 33-28 after jumping out to a big lead. They were able to finish out the job and get the win. So an important win for the Lions after losing on Thanksgiving. The Dolphins, they went out there and just blew the doors off of the Commanders. <laughs> 45-15, to kind of an embarrassing day for the Commanders. Cowboys and Seahawks, they played on Thursday night. An offensive showdown, Geno Smith and DK Metcalf, both players for the Seahawks, completely balled out, but it just wasn't enough to beat out the Cowboys offense. Packers and Chiefs, Sunday Night Football matchup, an absolute shocker for the Chiefs to lose that one to the Packers. Jordan Love has been sensational in his last couple games. The Packers are, again, one of those teams that are right in the middle of that NFC wildcard race. The Chiefs, one of the top teams in the AFC for them to lose this game on Sunday Night Football is a big loss. And it really, really hurts their chances of getting that number one seed in the AFC. But really the big talk is that Jordan Love, he really, really impressed on Sunday Night Football. He impressed on Thanksgiving. And it looks like maybe he actually could be the franchise quarterback for the Packers. Monday Night Football game was the Bengals versus the Jaguars. Nobody gave the Bengals a chance in this one. Jake Browning looked very bad in his first start. Joe Burrow was is their franchise quarterback quarterback. Got hurt for the season. Jake Browning's in as the backup, and he balled out on Monday. They beat the Jaguars 34-31 to in overtime. The big concern for the Jaguars isn't even almost about the fact that they lost. It's about the fact that Trevor Lawrence went down with an ankle injury late in the game. We don't know exactly what the injury is yet, but it's something that a lot of Jaguars fans are going to be keeping a very close eye on. The last game I unfortunately have to talk about because it's very... Difficult to talk about it as an Eagles fan. This is another topic where I could probably sit here for the next 12 hours and talk about how upset the Eagles made me. But the 49ers and the Eagles, in my opinion, I think the game of the year coming into it, the 49ers lost to the Eagles in the NFC Championship game after their starting quarterback went down. In my opinion, the Eagles, you know, they beat, hey, they won the game. They won the NFC Championship game. There's been a whole lot of trash talk, a whole lot of whining, in my opinion, from the 49ers uh, about the fact they lost the NFC Championship game. So game of the year here. Two teams that are hopeful to get a number one seed in the NFC. And you know what? After all that trash talk, after all that talk from the 49ers, you know what? They stood by it and they beat the Eagles. Not Actually, not even just beat the Eagles. They destroyed the Eagles 42-19. to It was an, embarrassed, an embarrassing performance from the Eagles. A really impressive performance from the 49ers. And now it's looking like the 49ers have just as good a chance to get the number one seed in the NFC as the Eagles do. So really, you know, credit to the 49ers, an impressive job by them, the Eagles, they need to be better. And one of the things actually that came out of this game that was pretty interesting is not even about like a play from the game, some extracurricular activities in the third quarter of the Eagles 49ers game when... A 49ers player, Drake Greenlaw, did like a suplex tackle on Devontae Smith, which is illegal, personal foul, 15 yards, and it was right on the Eagles' sideline where this happened. So, Eagles players got a little bit involved, obviously, because it was a little bit of a a dirty hit from the 49ers. Uh, Obviously, it's a penalty, something you can't do. So, Eagles head of security actually got involved. It looked like he was trying to break up the fight again. Honestly, you could very much say I'm biased in this argument, but it looked like he was trying to break up the fight. Drake Greenlaw takes it as he's getting involved in the fight. It looks like Drake Greenlaw throws a punch. It also kind of looks like maybe he's just trying to point to Devonte Smith, who is behind Big Dom. That's the man's name. That's the head of security. Uh, <laughs> and it ended in Drake Greenlaw actually being ejected from the game and. Big Dom being ejected from the game. So really a whole lot of controversy there. Going to be a link to that uh, because that is a massive talk about, you know, who exactly was in the wrong there. What was Big Dom doing? What was Dre Greenlaw doing? uh, And honestly, we'll probably never really know the truth. uh, But the NFL is actually doing some further investigating into that because there could possibly be a suspension to Big Dom, maybe to Green Greenlaw, Dre Greenlaw as a result of that. But really, I think it was just tempers were flared, a lot of energy, a lot of anger in that game, uh, I think from both sides. But at the end of the day, 49ers, they got the last lap. They have an incredible team, and they showed it on Sunday. Now, jumping into the predictions, I think the Indianapolis Colts, they are going to make the playoffs 7-5. and five. They right now have a playoff spot, and they just continue to find ways to win. I think Gardner Minshew has done a great job. I think Shane Steichen's a great head coach, and I think they're going to find their way into the playoffs my next prediction i think texas versus washington is going to be one of those matchups in the college football playoff and i think texas is going to go out there and get the win that is my prediction now the matchup is actually not even for like a month but that's my prediction i really do think texas has a very good team and i think they're going to beat washington out finally my bet of the week lions versus bears I'm going back to the Lions. 87% of the bets are on the Lions to just outright win the game, and that is going to be my pick. I think the Lions did great on Sunday. Obviously, they got it to that large lead. They blew it a little bit, but I think they just have a very, very good team, and I think they'll be able to to defeat a division opponent in the Bears. So let me know what you guys think in the comments. Don't be afraid to hit the like button, Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening. So this was Sean McCaffrey with the Weekly (laughs) Wrap-Up. (laughs) I <laughs>